0: For well, how are you getting on? Not too bad at all, Tig. You had a, a good session at Joyce's expert over the weekend. There on Friday, you met some of our meet and greets, and uh, of course, as part of your
1: LinkedIn with Joyce's, um, it's another link with a strong Wexford company, Tig. Yeah, absolutely, and it's great to see so many uh, people up there and meet the competition winners, and uh, it's nice to know even in your Wexford that you know I, I met one girl and. Um, she liked rugby and she liked me but she preferred Johnny Sexton so uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to, um, it's, hard to compete. it's hard to compete sometimes you
0: know. Ah, you're very honest because she actually mentioned that on the radio over the weekend <laughs> but listen Ty
1: away from the hurly-burly of rugby how important is it for you to get back to Wexford? Oh it's great, I love spending time down here and I suppose um, it's one of the things lockdown gives you perspective of I spent a lot of time in Wexford and I try to get down now as much as I can. Even if I had 36 hours off, I'd be on the road, you know, um... Mm-hmm. so it's a good old spin down trying to get out Dublin traffic on a Friday if you had it off or down to Camp Ile especially it's, it's a good bit south so
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's great down there keep the head down and uh, get around the coast potter around the car and,
0: and when, when you look at Wexford as a county we were talking off air about the big developments in Rosslare and is it something that away from the hurly-burly of rugby that you're you're, you're, you're very much like a Wexford ambassador aren't you? You, you because when Tyke Furlong's name is mentioned nearly
1: instinctively Wexford is mentioned right beside it yeah, it's not by creation or by design, really, from my perspective. Um, I suppose it's a part and parcel of the job, in in some ways, and it's the the price you pay for it. I suppose I would be not reserved, but um, you know, I'd be relatively shy to the limelight a small bit. I would say, and um, but at the same time, you you take massive pride in where you're from. You know, I'd be a very proud, Wexford man, and. No, if you can do anything to help or um, promote it in any way, um, I do I do my best. I try to get the lads, some of the Leinster lads down here, I've had a few already um, come down and stay in the house down in Camp Pile. So yeah. uh, they've all been very impressed. Very good. Look, uh, Gordon Darcy went before you. You
0: came along. Now there's a whole host of young guys coming through. Uh, Brian Deaney instantly comes to mind to me. Uh, who else is out there at the moment that has caught your attention? As you see these young books
1: coming through from Wexford, what do you think? Well, it's more and more and more, you see. Um, you know, rugby's Ro- strong in Wexford in the four towns. Um, you know, Enniscortia, flying at Senior, Rugby got promoted... Um, you know Gorey are strong Wexford are strong and Underage is very strong um, you know there's a, quite a few in the academy now coming from Wexford you see it in Underage squads that always keep an eye out from you know who's representing from Wexford and you know in other provinces now you're starting to see a lot of Wexford people too so um, you know it's great and I think it's um, A good reflection on where rugby is in the county and the good work that clubs do at underage level.
0: I mean, on Friday, we took two texts on the programme near the tail end of it. One was for the Wexford Wanderers 18 and a half team as they bid for glory, and then before that, I got several texts about the Wexford Girls under four, Wexford Wanderers under 14 team. So, women's rugby is really flying, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and the game is strong. I suppose I I know very little of the other clubs other than New Ross, and I was in at the dinner dance. last Saturday in New Ross and the ladies had a huge number in at it and it's, it's very very popular it's, it, and the underage especially I remember they set up a ladies team but now they have you know all the underage structures there and they're getting great numbers and it's great to see yeah.
0: look there was a couple of questions put to me when I mentioned you were coming on and one was from a couple of young fellas who said would you ask Tyke how he recovers from taking the shots now these are actually Gaelic footballers and hurlers who don't play rugby but how do you recover because I, mean, so, I think Gordon Darcy once told me about the, the sheer power of the shot that you take in those challenges how, is, is it like being hit by a truck?
1: I suppose, look when you know no different um, I suppose you get quite, a, quite used to it international rugby can be fairly brutal um. So they, to be fair to coaches and stuff, they look after you fairly well on a Monday. They they scale back training a massive amount, but there's people in there, and their job is to get you right. You know, you have masseuses, you have physios, you have every kind of recovery contraption you can. You can put your ha- hand on. Yeah. Um. So I suppose it's. It's part and parcel of the job to look after yourself a little bit and, and, and there's say, all that stuff in there for you.
0: When you say international rugby can be fairly brutal, is it because of the pace of it? Or is it because of, uh, of of sledging or what is it? Is, is there underhanded tricks go on there in the scrum?
1: No, no, no underhanded tricks. I suppose it's just big men at high intensity, you know. Um, you know, you're playing probably against the best of the best and. Any given country and the intensity and physicality on the game just tends to be that little bit higher, you know. Yeah. Um, so you, t- you tend to take a fair few more shots in it. Yeah. Um, it's just part of us that's, that's the way it is where are you now at the moment in the rugby calendar triple crown
0: but uh, no championship <laughs> I mean do you look back on it as a season
1: of fulfilled promises or maybe lacked a little bit of the promise what do you think yeah I suppose in, in terms of Ireland you know we had a, a very good November and we tried to build through the six nations unfortunately um, you know we lost to France in Paris um, which is unbelievably disappointing given how it panned out I suppose the pleasing bit is we bounced back and we managed to get, you know, bonus points and all the rest of the fixtures and gave ourselves every chance to be in it yeah. uh, up to the final whistle in the French-England game. Um, but, you know, as a group, we're growing. You know, there's plenty of growth left in us. I think it's a nice place to... or an easy place to put time in. It's an easy place to to try to get better and they're they're very good at facilitating that and they're encouraging that. So, yeah. you know, it's... You know, it was disappointing the way it panned out from uh, a result perspective. I think from a process perspective, you know, it was good, and and the nice thing about it is there's plenty to get better on.
0: Are you still enjoying it as much as ever? Type.
1: I love it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I do. I generally love it. Um, it's a, like sometimes you paint yourself. To be honest with you. Um, Particularly singing like a Ron Vee in Ireland's Call and stuff, and you're in, you're looking up to the rafters in the Viva Stadium and yeah. you're thinking, how did I end up here in some respects?
0: And that fires uh, you up, does it?
1: Yeah, I suppose the way rugby is gone now, it's all about having a cool head. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very easy to get a yellow and a red card nowadays if you're too fired up with high shots and stuff like that. So, so it, it, coming up next is what then? What's next? So, we're back in with Leinster now. So, we have a, a European quarter final coming up um, Saturday two weeks, so tomorrow two weeks against Leicester. Wow. Um, and that's over there, which is a hard place. They're flying in the premiership at the moment. They're top of it, so we're going over to their house and you know we're trying to give ourselves every opportunity to come and, and progress in the competition.
0: Yeah.
1: I googled you today before I came on to see was there any
0: news and pedagogy came up. Why, what's this thing about a tyke furlong and spuds? Can you tell me about this? When
1: I googled tyke furlong, spud, spuds yeah. came up. Our nutritionist did a... Uh, some kind of talk or an interview one time and um, I think tongue in cheek he said that I'm addicted to spuds and <laughs> it's kind of took off from there really uh, you can ask my mother home. I would genuinely eat a spud every day if I had it yeah, um, boiled or roasted what's your sure dealer's choice i eat it <laughs> you come. all the better if both of them were on the plate um, but yeah it's just something we do we had very little rice in the house when I was growing up and that's it And yeah, um, how bad great to talk to you Tig. and uh, I'm delighted you've linked in with Joyce's
0: expert it's a wonderful move between two great teams I wish you well no worries thanks very much for having me